Hello everyone, welcome to Dunia, my name is Shakila. Welcome to the series, The Black Experience and Perspective. Today's guest is Hafsa. Where do I even begin? Um, we met in high school, which is ages ago. Today's topic is just basically just the black experience in general, you know, just being black, not only in America, but also in other countries. So Hafsa, welcome. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So I'm going to go straight to it. <laughs> My first question to you is, what does it mean to be Black to you, you know? Okay, we're diving straight in. So for me, being Black means having to go through a lot more than your other counterparts, white people, other people of color who think that they share our experience, when in fact, it's a completely different experience. Being Black means struggling 10 times harder than anyone else, and especially as a Black woman, The black woman experience is very different than the black man experience. I was reading this article a couple days ago and it said being a black woman in America means realizing that doing everything right may not be enough. You can go to the best schools. You can go to, you can be raised by, you can be raised by freaking Bill Clinton and his wife, but because you're black, because you're a black woman, you're still going to face so many more adversities than anyone else. Being a black woman means like we were talking about earlier, the whole world hating you and even you hating yourself. Many black women die not fully getting to that point where they truly love themselves because we're only human. So obviously what other people say and the way we're raised, it's going to affect us. Yeah. And if everyone's telling you you're ugly, you're the bottom of the barrel, you can't do anything, you know, you're just ghetto and loud and even your own men don't want you. It's going to get to you. And the, the last couple of years, I had to work on myself and slowly take out one by one every little thing that society has told me, that my family told me. My own mother used to talk about how she wants her miracle white baby. Wow. She would always go around and say, oh my God, imagine if I get a miracle baby with like blonde hair and blue eyes. You know, that takes a toll on you as a child. And so that was my, that was my childhood. And as you get older... Um, in school, you know, favoritism. You're always the ugly friend. And that's just appearance-wise. Don't even get me started on racism. That's a whole different can of worms. I've lived in so many, I've, I've had, I've lived in a lot of different places. I was born in Kenya. I grew up here in America. But then when I was 12, I moved to Egypt and stayed there for a couple of years. And that was a whole different experience as a black woman. There's a different level of racism there. People are so subtle. Here in America, maybe they won't say nigger to your face, but they'll still not hire you and they'll still not give you that scholarship. The teacher will bump your grade from A to B just because you're black. But in Egypt, they'll go up to your face and be like, chocolate, um, nigger this, nigger that, uh, go back to where you came from. I remember what my first day in school in Egypt uh obviously you have to introduce yourself so a couple of the kids and even the teacher asked me where are you from where did you come from before this basically right yeah and i was like america and they were like you're not from america you're black you're from africa and the whole time i was just thinking to myself honey this is africa (laughs) (laughs) Egypt is in africa yeah but no 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 it's the middle east it's the middle east when we went into stores in egypt out of nowhere Suddenly, there's like three security guards following us. That's crazy. And we already know. We already know. My mom would be like, okay, make sure you don't pick anything up that we're not going to buy because you already know there's security guards following us and they will find anything to pin on us. 
so yeah being black is not easy <laughs> oh my god it's, it's the hardest the hardest thing to be in this world is a black trans woman 100%. i mean forget racism you're gonna straight up get shot and killed by your own family yeah. that's why i always stress to protect black trans women because i mean every single day and i'm not kidding every day i hear about a new black trans woman dying especially the stigma and also the hate within their community too you know absolutely the hate within our own community is i mean i was talking to you about this yesterday yeah how even in somalia there's some there's a huge divide between somalis and then somali bantus mm. somali bantus are just as somali as any of us however because they have more distinctively african features And I'm only saying that because that's what Somalis think, that they have more quote-unquote African features. And so because of that, they're racist towards them. They are always, it's like 1920s America. Wow, that sense of internalized racism, that sense of just like colorism. <laughs> it's extremely, it's extremely racist. Uh, there's a huge history of Somalis thinking that they're superior to other Africans so much history to learn on my own to be honest we all do i mean i'm just now starting even though i i researched and learned about the black lives matter movement back in 2014 when it first started i didn't really do my due diligence until this year it, it had to take george floyd dying it had to take all this to happen for us to be stuck in quarantine for me to actually finally do some deep research and, and really understand wow, what this means for black people what this means for the world and you're not alone in that honestly you are not because i have exactly the same thing and i feel like for me i struggled for so long to figure out what i stand on that spectrum of course i'm all up for human rights and people not being treated that way but i also didn't know what do i say how do i stand up for them how do i you know especially me having a history being an uh -huh. african and then being raised in america and then like not having that ancestry who were slave in america but also having my own history and that struggle but like you know that divide within the both communities and then like it might warm and say is it right is i wrong like i need to educate myself more on african-american history and then i need to know what's going on just so i can make sure that i'm not um what's the word i don't say things that aren't accurate or i don't have credibility yeah. and exactly it took me this 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 year too to look within and like really ask uh -huh. myself like what yeah. side do i choose and why am i choosing it you know what i mean so i totally understand what you mean by saying like you know it's definitely not easy and a lot of us we're all learning black white asian mexican a lot of us are taking the time to really look look within ourselves and really just reflect on that yeah i can definitely relate to what you were saying about how there's a huge there's a disparity between uh african americans who are the direct descendants of slaves versus uh african immigrants who mm -hmm. move here and reap the benefits honestly of all the hard work that that african african americans did here in, in america can you elaborate on that please i mean like our struggles our struggles are different oh you mean like what benefits yeah but like can you elaborate on how saying the african like the, the african americans i mean the africans reaping the benefits of over the african americans you know okay yeah so what i mean by that is obviously it was thanks to how hard um african americans fought for for there not to be segregation right mm -hmm. the whole colored they come in through the back door sitting on the back of the bus african americans literally died 
for our civil rights. Finally, when the civil rights movement happened, that's when immigrants felt like it was kind of safe to come here. So when we arrived, we we didn't have to fight or anything. We came and reaped the benefits. We were able to sit in in the front of the bus. We were able to apply to the same job as white people. We were able to have other jobs other than maids and like farmers. We were able to experience the same level of education as white people. I see what you mean. I hear you. Before that, African Americans they had to have their own colleges, their own universities. They had to put together their own communities.、Mm, yeah. So it's thanks to it's thanks to African Americans and their hard work that we're able to be here today and do the same things as white people, even though obviously there's still huge racial injustice. Yeah. They took, they took that step, that step that allowed us all to be.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not saying that we're different in terms of like, if the cop sees us, he's not going to be like, oh,、mm-hmm. tell that that's an immigrant and that's a descendant of a slave, so I'm going to shoot the descendant of a slave. It's not like that, obviously. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm. We're all black, right?、Mm-hmm. However, for example,、um, on Twitter, I was seeing how a lot of immigrant Africans were talking about how, oh. Uh, we need our reparations, so give us money for, on Juneteenth. Wow! But we aren't the ones that <sighs> our descendants weren't slaves,、mm. so we don't need to be. We don't need reparations. Who really needs reparations are these the African Americans who literally had to build their life up from the ground, and I don't mean the ground, underground after slavery ended, or I should say after slavery was abolished. They had to literally dig themselves out from the ground and build a life, so that hopefully their grandkids and and their future descendants can have a better life than they did. But we came here as immigrants, and of course with our own story, and of course with our own, you know, our own history as well. But we definitely, I see why you mean when we came here, and just it was set up for us by them. Exactly, everything was set up. The difference between The, the reason I say there's huge difference is, for example, it's like if okay, there's two black people. One of them, you dig a huge, 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 huge hole, put him in there, cover it up. I'm talking like ten feet deep, okay? Yeah. And you say, "Good luck figuring out your life." And this other black person, their country is is obviously in a civil war, and that's already a huge problem, of course. And they're coming either as refugees or immigrants, and that's of course that's a sad and hard. Situation, but when they come here, they're given a visa, a green card, I should say. They're given a potential job, potential. There's already a translator for them. There's someone to help them、uh, with English. You know,、mm, yes. there's resources,、uh, food stamps, WIC for for mothers. You know, so there's a huge, huge, huge disparity. Having the starting package that. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where I say there's a difference. I hear you. I hear what you're talking about. I'm seeing the perspective that you're talking about, and that's something I didn't, you know, I thought about, but didn't think about in the way that you, you know, the way you see it as well. Me neither. I didn't think about this until like a couple months ago. Before that, I was like, we're the same. We 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 go through the same things, and I only said that because. Right now, if there was a racial injustice going on, then obviously I'd experience it just the same as any other black person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, like we're in this together, but we didn't we didn't get to this place 
in the same way. Yeah, we have different pains and different stories for sure. Exactly. And and so I guess I wanted to ask, how do you think that it should be the education system should be approached teaching the true American history and the black history and everything else? How do you think that they should approach it in the school system? I'm sure you've seen a lot of the teenagers that are graduating high school right now, especially the white ones. The way that they talk about George Floyd, the way that they don't understand racism, all that is because the American uh, education system has failed. Has not only failed them but everyone. Because yes, it's a touchy subject. It's a hard subject, but it is life. Yeah. So the way they not only sugarcoat but lie and twist it and make it look like some <laughs> I mean I remember when I was in first grade I remember watching this little movie it's like there was there was racism and then MLK came out of nowhere and said mm. I have a dream and racism ended mm. all of a sudden it's like everybody just like wiped it out of their minds mm. and I was I was in first grade so obviously I believed it and I was like wow and I remember when my teachers would say things like I don't see color I'd be like that is amazing. She don't see color. She just treats us equal. This amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you think, oh, you think that's a good thing because you're like, oh, I don't see color. But that is a problem. If you don't see color, you don't see me. Exactly. So, from a young age, starting in kindergarten, we need to be we need to be really truthful, even though it's brutal, we need to be truthful about the race history in America, slavery, and what really happened. Like I recently learned about how George Washington's teeth were not made out of wood. They were made out of slaves that literally pulled no. out of slaves' mouths. No. Yeah, he had different sets of teeth. Dude, I have no. That he would idea. put in. What? He would put in, and he had a couple different ones, and Holy each of them were different, like slaves' teeth. Oh my God. And we're over here. And he's on the dollar bill or whatever, and we're just out here. It's just crazy. Wow. And also Abraham Lincoln. Everybody thinks Abraham Lincoln is like our white savior. He's not. Abraham Lincoln didn't think he didn't even think that black people and white people were equal. I knew a bit about that. He did think he did think that it was not okay for black people to be slaves. You know. Yeah. He was like, you know what? I I, I think they should get a little bit right. But he didn't think that white people. He he always thought that white people were still superior. So when you teach stuff like this in history, and like when I was watching the MLK video, they should have told us that he got shot and killed because people were they didn't want him sharing and influencing people. They wanted America to stay the way it is, yep. segregation and all that. And then Malcolm X also getting assassinated. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle. All these people are getting killed one by one, and like people don't want to see the problem. So if if people were taught in the truth about history they won't be doing dumb stuff like this i mean i'm sure some people will not care and still say racist stuff but i feel like a lot of people they they'd realize the depth of the situation knowing your history so you don't repeat it concept you know exactly so it's incredibly flawed yeah wow i did not know about that i didn't wow oh man there's so much to learn you know yeah every day i learn something new yeah i'm just like that's crazy that is just wow And then one of the things that scares me the most is like being a black person in a hospital. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Do you know? Do you know that show, the All American show? Have you seen? I've, it? I've heard about it, but I haven't really watched it. It's based on um, a 
true it's a true story about the game championship Spencer Jim football player anybody should watch that show but the message every episode it really does have a good talks about you know racism you know talks about like my point is there's a scene in the ep- I'm spoiling it sorry no no go ahead go ahead there's a scene in there where he's like shot and he, he's shot he's trying to stop the gang violence in his neighborhood he's trying to make peace you know so he's shot and then you know wow. he's taken to the hospital and then there's all doctors thank god there was a black doctor but the all doctors white doctors surrounding him and like sorry for everybody who's seen this and thinking that I'm not explaining it correct but this is how I remember it you know surrounding him and like and they're both black the girl that was there and him being uh-huh. shot and then especially him being like dark she's mixed and that comes into different concepts but we'll talk about it later um him he shot is like you know he can't advocate for himself they won't let her advocate for him because the cop is grilling her and so thank god the black wow. woman nurse was there to to like advocate for him he's a straight a student he's an all-star football player he's like a good kid and they're, they're like oh yeah he doesn't need a blood drive to institution he's in a gang violence so he shot like just making assumptions about him and like already deciding his life for him his fate for him like oh wow. he doesn't deserve to basically live because he's not a good kid or because you know what i mean he's bringing violence into our neighborhood it's like Unbelievable. unbelievable and thank mm-hmm. god that scene really made me so angry and it was oh my god and oh, it's so scary it's so scary as you mentioning because like he's there going through this and thank god the black nurse really advocating for him really like she's not stopping I mean, she's the only black woman there and then the nurse and then the doctor finally comes later when the nurse they listen to the nurse and then save his life and then they were like oh my god you're spencer gems you you're like an amazing star my, you're a big fan you're a straight out student keep the good work and a black woman just look nurse looks at the other white racist and she's like see like wow. you can't just be judging him just the second he walks in that it's just like wow you know it's just it's such a scary thing so please continue with your with what you were saying about you know being black in a yeah. hospital i really i really appreciate that they're showing stuff like that no. in the media because a lot of people don't know about this no you should definitely watch that show because it does touch on a lot of things you know it really mm-hmm. does in different perspectives and different but just like um substance abuse and like eating disorders yeah. or like just like depression trauma yeah yeah you should definitely check yeah. it out another show that's like that is good trouble i think we talked about this yeah we did good yeah. trouble it's a pretty good show too and it touches on all this stuff like i know i don't know if you saw the episode where the, the the white lady who's a teacher um she really learns about how uh as a black kid if you're if you're taken to the principal a couple times you go straight to juvie yeah and she didn't know that and another character recommends her to read the book white fragility mm-hmm. and why it's so hard for white people to talk about racism not just white people i feel like a lot of people it's very hard for people to talk about racism because like they say i see no color they choose not to see the racism somebody will literally call you nigger to your face and then say i'm not racist that's the level of complete overlook that that white people have they just i i I just i mean i guess it's because it doesn't affect them so it's so easy to overlook it ignore it pretend it doesn't exist at the same time though i can't give them that excuse because y'all still go to church every sunday worshiping a god that you've never seen but you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to talk about racism or something because it doesn't affect you and you don't see it yeah see that doesn't make sense exactly and i just keep saying that and i keep thinking like oh this 
you know this call someone said something about on instagram that says like you know the different the thing about covid 19 and and racism is that like people don't want to leave exist until it's affected them you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's like i think covid is example of like you know people aren't not caring on people's well-being because they're not affected by it they only care when they're yeah. like having family member people who are affected by it but like the reality right. is you need to care before even ever having to ex- go through the pain of experiencing you know i don't think yes. anybody any black person wishes that kind of pain or that kind of like experience and for anybody else they just want you to understand and see us you know really see okay. us like really yeah for example the whole debate of black lives matter all lives matter which shouldn't be a debate at all anyway a lot of people have have shown some really good examples for how that works and in ways that really open hopefully open white people's eyes so that they don't say all lives matter anymore like i'm sure you've seen the burning house example yes there's another example i i talk i mean i tell people which is for example because covid right now is is, is something that is there's a current situation mm-hmm. if i tell you right now guys please be careful there's someone who has a compromised immune system in this house so please we got to be extra careful you wouldn't go and be like well what about me yeah when you're perfectly healthy you would not say that why are you guys not wearing your mask in front of me Nobody would say that. You see how dumb that sounds? Exactly, exactly. Which is why I just don't get how it's so easy for us to see that, but then the whole All Lives Matter, people are literally printing on their shirts and wearing it. If it's going to take matter, a long like, time. Yeah, if All Lives Matter, then why the heck are black people being treated the way they are? All, all lives, lives do matter? not matter until Black Lives Matter. All exactly. lives do not matter right now. All lives do not matter. Are that we, is like, a false statement not, right now. Like, are we not human? You know, because at the end of the day, right now we are talking about Black Lives Matter because Black lives—they have shown time and time again that Black lives do not matter, not in America and not in other countries. Yeah, I was watching this video with my brothers the other day about how in European countries—you know how people say European countries are oh they're not racist and oh, they don't see color, they're so welcoming, right? Let me tell you what I saw. So there's, uh, we were talking about it all the time. So yeah, I was telling them about how in Europe, like they're pretty racist there too. Sometimes even more like outwardly racist. Because mm-hmm. in America, they know how to like be subtly racist, which is deadlier, of course, because you don't even know someone being racist towards you. Yeah. And they were like, oh my god, that is so true. My brothers, they watch a lot of soccer, so they showed me this like video on YouTube. It's a compilation of every time a black player would enter the game. They would make monkey sounds, throw bananas I, oh, onto I, the field. I remember watching that, and one of the black players just like picked up the banana and took a bite and made a goal. You know, I love that. I, I love that that was the response because there was actually a lot of other people who were so hurt, and they were like, "I'm out. I, I, if I'm going to be treated this way, I'm, I don't want to play." Yeah, I watched that too because that's not cool. And you know what? Yeah, what angered me was the fact that. The other players actually tried to just, pull him back into the game. They were like, forget him. about them, forget about them. That's not right. What should have happened is all of them should have walked away with him. Exactly. That's that is how you're a true ally. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if you're going to treat my teammate that way, I'm not going to play either. They tried to belittle the situation. Okay, this guy was playing for 40 minutes straight while the, the fans or whatever, well, they're not fans, were saying 
making monkey sounds and and calling him the n-word and all this stuff for 40 minutes he really tried to just ignore it but after that he was like i'm done and they still all every single one of the team mates tried to pull him back into the game you guys don't see the bigger picture here yeah i don't understand (laughs) and it's crazy because if black lives mattered the security guards would have kicked out every single one of those people in the audience they would have banned them from the court yeah i just they would have stopped the game you know oh yeah and they should have stopped the game and and started doing penalties and stuff i don't know but clearly black lives don't matter enough to acknowledge our pain to acknowledge our existence (laughs) to see us you know our blackness literally just give us the same decency that you would give any other human that's, I mean, that's all we're asking for. Yeah, that's all we all we want to do is just be seen, heard, and just acknowledged as human beings, you know. And yeah, you know, have someone say thank you so much for being here and sharing. Sure, I've learned so much. You know, I feel like with every episode, I learned something new, and <laughs> I am shook. I am so shook, and you know, I'm still going through. And I'm uh-huh. learning the history, and I'm learning everything. But like, wow, you know. I Me really too. appreciate having you guys here having you having my other friends having this opportunity to just like allow me to be in and listen and just like sharing your story and i'm hoping that yeah. there's people out there taking the time to really listen like listen you know and don't see exactly. i see color like you know, <laughs> don't see color you don't see my beautiful blackness my dark awesome chocolate skin like you don't acknowledge the pain of the american history you don't acknowledge you know my existence so exactly Take the time to please, please, like read this book. We are urging you. Yeah, like there's so much resources that you can find on your own. Like you shouldn't, and you don't need to post or announce it that you're doing it. Do it for yourself to grow as a Do person. It exactly. You know, to understand your privilege and how you can best use it. Preach. No, but like, thank you, thank you for having me. Um, this was a wonderful conversation. I learned a lot too, and you know, this is just a discussion. You know, I'm not saying I don't have like a PhD in this stuff. So, like, I was even talking to my friend the other day, and I was like, I'm, I was telling her how I'm doing this, and she was like, Oh, you're about to get canceled <laughs> for saying something wrong. And I was like, Look, you can't get canceled for for learning, you know, and having a conversation. You're not going to get canceled, bro. And we have a lot of work to do, not just in America, but within ourselves. This is a fight that we're going to have to fight for the rest of our lives. Every day we have to wake up and be like, literally, I wake up every morning and I say, I know the world hates you, but today you need to choose to love yourself because no one else will. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. You know, I I try to do the same, just like telling myself, like, I matter, you know, my my skin Mm -hmm. is beautiful. It really truly is. And Mm -hmm. despite the hatred, despite the dislike, despite the jealousy or whatever, you know, I'm morally and I'm capable and I can, I'll I'll be whatever the heck I want to be, you know, if you're here anywhere else. So (laughs) dear black girls, you're beautiful. You matter. Your skin matters. So people listening please you know take the time to to acknowledge that and take the time to just like also just acknowledge your beauty tell yourself that you're beautiful because you are and you will believe it maybe exactly. you don't believe it at first but you will look in that damn mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful 20 times a day and you will believe it but it trust me you will you will believe it you know that's term fake until you make it you it's not it. it's not yeah it's true it's not a joke so everyone listening, thank you so much for doing this. Hafsa, once again, thank you. I really appreciate it. So yeah, 
Asante sana, merci beaucoup, until next time, guys. Bye.